Statistics. Yeah, statistics show, and this is true, you can look it up, that most podcasts do not make it past their 40th episode. I was actually challenged on this uh, statistic here just a couple days ago on the podcast support group on Facebook. What did they tell me? They actually looked it up, did the math for me. Most podcasts actually don't last past their seventh episode. Mind-blowing, right? We're on episode 81. Isn't that wild? So uh, let's carry on with it, my wayward sons and other people. <laughs> and uh, let's let's do our thing, huh? Been doing good so far. Let's just keep it rolling. No sense in stopping now. <laughs> it's the only thing that can stop the crippling depression. <laughs> so welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, Prevail Guitar Works, and Asylum817.com. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives, and with the climate things are in, no disclosure exists to not only improve your level of inner fanciness, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while. So let's get into it, do what we do best, and have a little fun. Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind. And let's begin. So, uh, <laughs> so as I start choking, weather starts dying down. Everything's starting to get a little bit back to normal, yes? But uh, hopefully we'll go on the uh, weird news sites here. Do a more old school episode of No Disclosure. Hopefully the uh, news hasn't gone back to normal. We need crazy humans doing crazy shit. Yeah. Okay, now look at this. <laughs> I see something about South Korean hotel. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, wait, what's this? South Korean hotel apologizes for sauna being visible through windows. What? What the hell? A luxury hotel in South Korea is apologizing after guests discovered that an issue with the mirrored windows allowed outside observers to see inside the women's sauna area. <laughs> uh, flawed design? <laughs> yeah. The Grand Josun. I've actually heard of that. A recently opened five-star resort on the island of Jeju. Did I say that right? Said the mirrored uh, windows in the sauna area are designed to prevent anyone outside the property from seeing in during the day. And blinds are supposed to come down at dusk when the mirrored effect no longer works. Guests complained of online, online recently that they discovered the sauna area was sometimes visible from outside the building. <laughs> Great. They said they could see the sauna, bathroom, and showers through the windows. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, coffee. This is great. The hotel apologized and said the sauna has been temporarily closed while officials investigate the malfunction, my ass, with the mirrored windows and blinds. I'd love to see what they said about this. Oh, here we go. We're deeply sorry for causing any inconveniences. That's kind of a PC word to say what you've done. To our customers and using some facilities at the women's sauna. Why is it only the women's sauna? Sounds a little on, on purpose to me, doesn't it? Yeah. Sorry that only the women's sauna is available to see. 
<laughs> for the entire city. And we totally didn't do this on purpose, and we will fix it right away. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Uh, mysterious lights in California sky were SpaceX satellites. Yeah, I heard about that. A lot of people complaining that there were some mm, spooky, creepy lights in California. SpaceX satellites. Yes, SpaceX is doing what SpaceX do. So, if you're out in California and you're seeing some creepy lights, it's not that LSD you just popped. It's not the DMT doing its thing. It's SpaceX, kids. Um, metal detector, blah, blah, blah. Australian cat completes joining. I don't give a shit about... uh, I have listeners in Australia. I'm sure your cats do cool things, man. But it's not no disclosure cool, okay? (laughs) Uh, Sheepdog, hungry alligator, steals Florida man's golf ball. That happens in Florida every day. Why is it on the news? Ah, UPI, you are looking a little thin today there, buddy. So we're going to go to the Hufflepuffleton. Alaska woman attacked by a bear while using an outhouse. I can't make this up. (laughs) Eli, weren't you telling me about this the other day? What? Alaska woman is attacked by a bear while using an outhouse? No. Okay, (laughs) I got an audible treat for you then, wizard. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this one's new. Bears doing what bear do. I got out there and said, okay, whatever. An Alaska woman had the scare of a lifetime when using an outhouse in the backcountry, and she was attacked by a bear from below. At least she didn't have any dangly bits. That would have been a worse situation. I got out there and sat down on the toilet, and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down, Shannon Stevens told the Associated Press on Thursday. I jumped up, and I screamed when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That'll wake you up in the morning. Stevens, her brother Eric, and his girlfriend had taken uh, snowmobiles into the wilderness February 13th to stay at his yurt. Yocate, look, yocated? See, yurt screwed me up. About 20 miles northwest of Fains in southeast Alaska. Her brother heard the screaming and went out to the outhouse, about 150 feet away from the yurt. There he found Shannon tending to her wound. They at first thought she had bitten by a squirrel or a mink or something small. Until they looked at her ass. That was definitely a bear. Well, um, if this situation had to happen, I'm sorry, Ms. Lady, that that happened to you. But um, at least you didn't have anything that dangles. Yes? That would have been, that would have been really bad. You would have ended up a woman anyway. So just be glad that you were born one. <laughs> Call the Ghostbusters. Transformer Surge releases eerie floating power orbs. That is bizarre. Wow. That is weird. It looks like a... Hmm. You guys got to see this. Video footage shows a glowing mass traveling over the power lines as a Transformer went down. Um, I'm not going to click on this article, but it's really weird. You ever see the end of Ghostbusters when the house starts going ape shit? Yeah. I don't know what atmospheric effect is causing this uh, plasma erupting from this transformer, but it's pretty spooky. Florida man, blah, 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 shoestring, French and Fallmont came a day. Washington's hair. George Washington's hair. Not your uncle Dennis Washington. I'm talking about the father of our country, of America. 
George Washington's hair is up for sale at a quirky President's Day auction, which has already passed, but we're going to read it anyway. Because uh, Hufflepuffleton only updates their website once every 200 years. And this is really interesting. So, you totally missed your chance to get a piece of John F. Kennedy's Harvard sweater and the pen that Warren G. Harding used to end U.S. involvement in World War I, including locks of George Washington's hair as well as Abraham Lincoln's. That picture is spooky. That kind of is looking, it looks it, it, like I'm looking at a ghost, man. Weird. Lock of George Washington's actual hair. Not the wig, mind you. I'm talking about the hair. Okay? Locks of George and Martha Washington's hair. Wow. Andrew Johnson's Order of National Day of Mourning after Abraham Lincoln's assassination and the pen that Warren G. Harding, not the rapper. Okay? We don't care about pens that Warren G. holds. I'm talking about the prez. Warren Harding. <laughs> used to end U.S. involvement in World War I, are among a trove of nearly 300 presidential artifacts hitting the auction block. You know what's cool? Let me ask some coffee here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think that a lot of these um, artifacts are available for, uh, you know, the common everyman purchase. But they are. You ever gone on eBay and just typed down a name? Any name of a famous person. I'm talking Elvis Presley, George Washington, Martha Stewart, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Balloon Boy, right? And then you set the, uh, the auction price from highest to lowest. You'll find some crazy shit. Things that you never thought would be up for sale. I've seen locks of Abraham Lincoln's hair on eBay. Cut off little portions of the chair he was sitting in at Ford's Theater. There is some weird shit you could buy on eBay. Uh. I own my little piece of history in the uh, back room there where I, uh, let's see, I work at home now. So in my back bedroom where I have my desk and office stuff set up, I ordered on eBay certificate of authenticity as to lo the location. You can't uh, do a uh, certificate of authenticity as to what this little uh, piece of history is tied to, but it's authenticated as to where it came from. I have a smeared little section of, uh, uh, what do you call it? You know, and uh, I mean, this is in New Mexico. So on, uh, like slightly under the ground, you don't really have much dirt. It's all clay. And uh, I have smeared kind of muddy clay on this uh, decorative card that's uh, that was taken from the site of the Roswell crash. Yeah, I have some uh, I have some pretty pretty weird little things here and there too. I have one of my favorite things is it's hanging up in my hallway in a shadow box. A couple of you have seen it. I have uh, issue of Rolling Stone, November of 1970, has Grace Slick on the cover. Why do I own that particular copy of Rolling Stone magazine? Because in said Rolling Stone magazine, there was a review by uh, a guy named Mike Saunders. He used to write um, album reviews for Grocery Money for Rolling Stone. He was reviewing an album by Humble Pie. The name of the album is As Safe As Yesterday Is. And in said review that he wrote about the Humble Pie album, he referred to the sound as heavy metal laden. Yeah, that issue of Rolling Stone was the first time 
anybody had used the word, any kind of words, to describe what heavy metal is. That was the, the birth of the term. The first time anybody had used the term heavy metal to describe that music. Uh, that took a while to find on eBay. It was worth practically nothing, but it means a lot to me. Uh, what is this? Giant hairball tears through a teen's stomach, requires surgery. Oh, my God. Uh, is this one of those weird things that you see? Like those giant hairballs like in the shape of your colon? A teen in the UK who compulsively ate her own hair ended up developing, and the fucking sight is gone. It just disappeared. Fox, what the hell are you doing? Okay, here we go. God, I get it to load and it just disappears. A teen in the UK who compulsively ate her own hair ended up developing a massive hairball in her stomach that tore a hole through her stomach wall, according to a new report. The oval-shaped hairball was 19 inches long and completely filled her stomach, according to the report published February <laughs> in the journal BMJ Case Reports. A 17-year-old initially went to the hospital after she fainted twice, bruising her face and scalp during the falls. Doctor wanted to rule out a head injury, but during the exam, they also noticed a mass in the girl's upper abdomen. The teen said she had experienced intermittent abdominal pain for the past five months, which had worsened over the two weeks prior to her hospital visit, the report said. Oh, God. She also had a history of two mental health disorders. Disorders? Gee whiz, sounds like I need therapy. She also had a history of two mental health disorders. Hurt, burp, burp, burp. <clears throat> trick, okay. Trick, trick, caught to lamanomanania, or a strong urge to pull out one's hair. And then the related condition, trichophagia, I believe, trichophagia, the compulsive eating of hair. A computed tomography or CT scan. Why don't I just fucking say CT? because I can't pronounce things, revealed a grossly distented stomach with a large mass inside and a tear in the stomach wall, according to the study authors from Queen's Medical Center in Nottingham, England. The teen was diagnosed with Rapunzel syndrome, yes, that is a thing, in which a hairball in the stomach, known medically as a trichozibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibib
a leader that we can all stand behind and universally say, good job there, sir. <clears throat> um, do 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 skibbity bop bow, skibbity bass, skibbity wop wop bomb, cruising. It's a little light on the weird news today, at least on some websites. I've been seeing a lot of what is this? No, oh god, one of the it's one of those another one of those fish got caught, you know, with the human looking teeth. Creepy. <laughs> Men yell at me to... Whoa, that chick's got a hell of a unibrow. Men yell at me to pluck my unibrow and mustache, but I think it's a blessing. <clears throat> okay. In this photo, she looks normal. She grew a, a... What, is that when she was, like, constantly maintaining it? A woman has opened up about the abuse she received from men for not plucking her facial hair. And how it's actually a blessing in disguise. Adina Jag Jaganak. Jaganak? Eldina Jaganak, I think. Pretty sure that's how it goes. Grew frustrated about the fact that women are expected to spend more time and money on maintaining their looks through hair removal than men are. That's just the way it is there, chicky. Sorry. There's stuff that men have to deal with too, like <clears throat> stuff. The, man, the male standard of beauty is difficult, too, damn it. I can't think of anything right now. But I'm sure I'll come up with something here in a couple days. <laughs> but good for you. I mean, uh, I'm seeing on the article here that uh, it's uh, very difficult to maintain this. Uh, oh, she has some kind of medical condition, it looks like, where she grows this excessive amounts of uh, facial hair and stuff. Well, I mean, that's cool. Standards, standards of beauty things, you rock what God gave you, chicky. All right? You're beautiful because God made you that way. Rock what you got. If you got a unibrow, make it the most badass unibrow anybody ever unibrowed. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Mom throws daughter cheapest wedding ever with school venue and urine-stained dress. Well, I know they say you really shouldn't go super expensive on your wedding, Save the money for the honeymoon. But damn, Mom, could you at least, you know, <laughs> just splurge a tiny bit? Unless that was a thing. <laughs> uh, man left mortified after boss points out awkward Zoom name during a job interview. Oh, I can't wait to see this. A man says he turned redder than a tomato after a company... Uh, it's gone again. Damn! What is going on, Mirror? After a company boss spotted his unfortunate error during a job interview on Zoom, the applicant explained he has been applying for a lot of remote jobs and had made it to a second interview in the process for one role, which he really, really wants. After an initial phone interview, the second round was a video call conducted on Zoom, and the man says he got dressed up and was sat in the front of the computer for an interview that was planned to start at 3 p.m., but it took a few minutes for the call to begin. When he was added to the call, he said the eyes immediately locked onto his screen name, which he had changed a couple weeks ago during a call with his wife while she was away from home. Oh, God. I can only imagine. So he had said his name on Zoom. As <laughs> he had said his name on Zoom as Big Daddy. 
to make his wife laugh, and he had completely forgotten about it until it was too late. This is awesome. <laughs> That's terrific. Hey, Big Daddy, are you ready for your interview? I would give the guy the job just for having that, you know, big of balls. I think that's worth landing a job, don't you? <laughs> that's pretty funny, though. Uh, it doesn't say in the article whether he got the job or not. <laughs> I would have gave it to him anyway. Uh, the old boy's embarrassed himself enough. Let's go on and <laughs> Let's go on NPR. Uh, let's see what they got. Oh, God, that's a scary-ass bug. What is that, a pink bolt? That's a pink bullworm? Looks like a freaking alien. Man. See, this is why I'm skeeved out by bugs. They don't even look like they're from this planet. Especially, like, there are very few bugs on this planet that I don't mind. Very few. And, you know, even the bugs that I don't mind, you look at them under a microscope, they look like they're supposed to be from Jupiter or some shit. What is this? Customs inspectors found cocaine-coated... That's hard to say. Bit of a tongue twister. Cust Whoa, that's hard. <laughs> Hold on, man. That's This is difficult. Customs inspectors find cocaine-coated cornflakes in Ohio. That is a tongue twister. If you want to get good at the English, if you want to get awesome at Englishing, just say that five times fast. Customs inspectors find cocaine-coated cornflakes in Ohio. Ooh, oh, I nailed it that time. Let's do it again. Customs inspectors find cocaine-coated cornflakes in Ohio. Yeah! I'm good at the Englishes. Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Customs authorities in Ohio say they intercepted a shipment of cereal earlier this month with a special frosting. Cocaina! U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers in Cincinnati... Reported finding 44 pounds. Holy shit, that's 20 kilos. Uh, I, I rattled that off pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm good at math, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, when you were young and stupid, some things still stick, yeah? I don't remember what the hell happened yesterday. I can barely remember what happened last week. Sometimes I forget the password to my own fucking email. But I'll remember real quick that 44 pounds of Colombian Bam Bam is 20 kilos. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, let, let's move on. <laughs> uh, damn, I rattled that off quick. Cocaine-coated cornflakes. That bitch. From South America to a Hong Kong home. Uh, officials said a narcotics detection dog named Biko was, che <laughs> was checking out incoming freight from Peru on February 13th when he alerted officers to the package. Officers found that the cereal contained white powder and the flakes were coated with a grayish substance. Both tested positive for said Colombian Bam Bam. Cincinnati Port Director Richard Gillespie. Pretty smart way to smuggle it, really. They're getting inventive here. We'll try to hide narcotics in anything imaginable, but vow that inspectors will use their training, intuition, and strategic skills to stop, su <laughs> to stop such shipments. Professionalism. Yes. 
Okay, I've seen this like three times now. This article right here that I'm about to read. I didn't want to read it because it was so stupid. But maybe if I read the damn thing, it'll go away. <laughs> and it's just dumb enough, just barely stupid enough that we can... We can put some kind of spin on it. Now listen to this. A teen Civil War reenacting chicken has been found in Alabama. Okay, it is kind of funny when you say it out loud. <laughs> A Mississippi teen who lost his Civil War reenacting pet chicken, Peep, his name's Peep, outside a Cracker Barrel restaurant. <laughs> is this, this is, there's no way. I, I'm telling you guys, I could not make up this shit. A Mississippi teen who lost a Civil War reenacting pet chicken peep outside a Cracker Barrel restaurant in Alabama. <laughs> I'm glad I read it. Uh, I actually snorted. Was reunited with the bird of courtesy of a farmer who helped find the fowl. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing with my life? What am I doing? Kindergarten. All the teachers, you know, the teacher in kindergarten, you know, like they ask everybody, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know what I told my kindergarten teacher? I said, I want to live my life absolutely normal, get a normal job, normal family, all that stuff. <clears throat> and when I turn 37, I want to read a story about a kid who lost a Civil War reenactment chicken outside of a Cracker Barrel. The American dream has been fulfilled, kids. I, I can't. I can't. Ramsey, 18, said he and his friend, I have a lot of questions here. What the fuck is a Civil War reenactment chicken? I've seen a couple Civil War reenactments. I'm sure there were chicken back then. But I doubt very much that chicken had a lot of, uh, a lot of sway as, you know, to how the war went. <clears throat> Am I missing something? Is this part of a conspiracy? Did a chicken actually win the Civil War? It's possible. Maybe they trained it as a spy. And this is the only family, this is the only kid, this is the only community that truly knows that the Civil War was in fact won by a chicken. That's why finding this damn chicken was so important. Because it's the only chicken that has been trained since the Civil War to enact it properly. <laughs> to behave properly under, under the, the stresses of battle. An animal control officer got involved in the hunt and missing chicken photos of Peep. Yeah, because that'll totally work. Missing chicken looks like every other chicken. Soon spread on social media pages around Coleman. Uh, my brain, this is actually popping brain cells. I don't know if you could hear it or not. Maybe it'll mix out. Uh, Ramsey, uh, I don't even know where to go with this. Ramsey said Civil War soldiers sometimes had animals with them on the battlefield. No shit. So he takes Peep to reenactments. During the first one Peep attended, he said the bird got out of a bag and wandered around during the simulated battle. There's about 10 cannons just blazing off and the rifle fired. He just starts going crazy. He is, What? And then he lays down and goes to sleep during a Civil War reenactment. Cannons going off and everything. 
He's pretty chill. No, I don't think that's as weird as you think it is, Mr. Youngin. I think your Civil War reenactment chicken is trying to tell you something. Trying to remind you of a little piece of history here. That is a descendant of the actual chicken that won the Civil War. <laughs> uh, okay, have you guys been keeping up? If you haven't, then you should. Have you guys been keeping up at the Perseverance Rover? Yeah. Join its Twitter account. It posts some really cool shit. Just yesterday, and it's got a live microphone on the thing, too, which is awesome. Well, that's what NASA says anyway. I don't believe a damn thing NASA tells me. I just, I mean, I hate to sound like a pessimist, but uh, you know what NASA even stands for, right? I mean, everybody does. Never a straight answer. So I take whatever NASA says with a grain of two assault. But the videos that Perseverance has been posting on Twitter is awesome. It has its own Twitter account. It posts things on its own. It's been sending back some really cool videos. And not only is it neat to see this thing on the surface of Mars panning left and right, you know, seeing what it sees, but hearing like the wind blow into the microphone, it's trippy as shit. So Perseverance Rover. I know that NASA has totally abandoned other, other rovers in the past and let them die without batteries alone in the dark. Yeah, I remember that shit. Hopefully you'll be treated better. But yeah, it, uh, it survived uh, seven minutes of terror, what they call, you know, for the, uh, the dangerous kind of touchdown on the Mars surface. Made it okay and is tweeting its ass off. And I love it, man. Uh, what it's there for is it's searching for historic signs of microbial life. One's uh, you know, on the you know, former lake and river delta there, uh, among the many on Mars. But uh, I'm looking at what Perseverance has on board. Pretty cool. What's that? <clears throat> it has a laser mobile imager, a zoomable panoramic cameras, two of them, uh, weather station, ultraviolet spec spectrometer, X-ray spectrometer. Uh. Produces oxygen from Martian CO2, and it has a subsurface radar, and a little robot on Mars takes videos and pictures at a better resolution than uh, closed-circuit TV cameras in fucking government buildings on Earth. So that's cool. Uh, what is this? A cloned ferret? Elizabeth, whoa, meet Elizabeth Ann, the wor world's first cloned black-footed ferret. Oh, it's so adorbs. <laughs> it's a cute little baby. I want to give it clony kisses. The wonders of modern technology mean that science are able to recreate clones of living things using a range of processes. The end result is a specimen that is the exact replica of the biological entity it was created from, sharing its genetic code to the letter. In the past, science have cloned everything from cells and tissues to entire complex organisms, like our good friend, Dolly the Sheep. Remember her? Oh. Why a black-footed ferret, you ask? It's one of the most endangered mammals in the world. They created a clone of a ferret who died over 30 years ago. Holy shit. That's even spookier. The genetic material needed to create the clone was sampled from a ferret named Willa giving rise to her genetically identical doppelganger, baby Elizabeth Ann, and she is the cutest thing 
God, I mean, man ever created. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Still feels very, I know cloning is a thing now. I never thought in a million years I would be able to talk about cloning like it's just a thing that human beings do, right? That's, it still trips me out. It still trips me out that we're even able to do that. Even a handful of years, you know, a couple of decades ago even, this was the most farthest flung science fiction. Crazy shit, man. Uh, let's see. Over 140,000 new viruses are discovered in your nasty, stinky guts. Ooh, highest resolution images ever of DNA. That's fucking spooky. That's DNA? Whoa. You guys got to look this up, man. Highest resolution images of DNA were just taken. And it's bizarre. It's weird seeing high resolutions of shit that I'm used to just seeing diagrams of, you know, <laughs> and shitty little scans of. Ah, man. A lot of this stuff is... See, I love, I love IFL Science. Go on iflscience.com sometime and just peruse. Just look around. It will freak you the fuck out. <laughs> right when you think that human beings haven't progressed at all and things are moving pretty slowly, which they may be, IFL Science will turn your brain into shit. It's amazing. What is this? Earth's magnetic field 42,000 years ago. Ah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I had to swallow right there. Okay, let's... Uh, what time are we at? We are at 33 minutes. Skibbity, wow, we are going... We are blazing by today. Man, I'm glad I did 20 kilos of, uh, of Frosted Flakes this morning. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> I'm not going to get over how fast I rattled that off. I'm just going to say I'm good at the math. I never was an idiot when I was younger. I'm just good at mathing. Okay, I incriminated myself there. Uh, Spine-chilling photos captured by flying drones. I want to get me a drone. I want to get up to some gangster shit. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a drone, I'd get in a lot of trouble, man. Signs you already have COVID. Pineapple Express is headed to the U.S. Blah, 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 I am finding... MSN, man, you guys are so clickbaity anymore. It's crazy. Oh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are calling it quits. Kanye West's controversial comments on slavery were a turning point in his failed marriage to Kim Kardashian. I don't give a shit. The only thing that I'm going to say <clears throat> is that it is very clear from things that we have observed, as well as things that Kanye himself has said, he uh, has had some mental, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, mental illness issues, legitimate ones. And, uh, you know, he's, he struggles with that. So I don't know who's at fault. But I, I, I really don't give a shit. So, <laughs> I just don't. I don't care. Uh, let's see. Oh, what? Holy cow! What is this? The United States deports a 95-year-old who was a Nazi concentration camp guard. Holy cow! How old is this guy? He's got to be up. Yeah, 95. 
95-year-old man who was a Nazi concentration camp guard during World War II has been deported from the U.S. to Germany, authorities announced on Friday. Friedrich Karl Berger. How do I know that name? Friedrich Karl Berger. Friedrich Karl Berger. I've heard of that name, man. Who lived in Tennessee was deported for participating in Nazi-sponsored acts of persecution while serving at the concentration camp in 1945. They just now nailed this cat? Acting Attorney General Monty Wilkinson said in a statement that Berger's removal from the U.S. demonstrates the department's commitment to ensuring that the United States is not a safe haven for those who have participated in Nazi crimes against humanity and other human rights abuses, unless they were just good at science, right? He didn't finish his fucking sentence, did he? (laughs) It's true. Anyway, carrying on, this guy wasn't good enough at building bombs. So they deported him. In this year in which we mark the 75th anniversary of the Nuremberg convictions, this case shows that the passage of even many decades will not deter the department from pursuing justice on behalf of the victims of Nazi crimes. Unless you're good at science. (laughs) I'm going to interject that shit whenever I can. Berger is the 70th person identified as a Nazi persecutor to be removed from the U.S., according to the Department of Justice. 2020 trial found that Berger served the Nazi regime at a Neuengamme subcamp near Meppen, Germany, during the Holocaust. Well, good. Deport his ass. Get the fuck out of here. Send his ass back to Germany. Uh, I'm glad they're still catching these sacks of shit. Yeah, I don't care if he's 107, man. Get his ass out of here. These were crimes against humanity. Hmm. Crazy. Man, it just it freaks me out that they uh that we're still catching these, you know, Nazi pieces of fucking human trash. Good, deport him. Get him the hell out of here. Uh let's go to can we do another one? Let's see what we got. We're at 37 minutes. Eh. We could probably do one more. Dwayne Johnson said he would consider a presidential run in the future. Good. I don't give a damn what people's opinions are of Dwayne Johnson wanting to run for president at one point. The Rock looks like a man who can get things done. (laughs) I'm all for it. <laughs> well, a lot of people are going to get butt hurt by that. I don't even know if he's running Democrat or Republican. Him being a movie star, he's probably running Democrat. So a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh my God, why did you say that? Did you know that Democrats are the the walking sign of evil? Do you know that Republicans all wear capes and they're going to save us all?" I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm a don't give a shitikin. <laughs> I'm a America is fucked akin, okay? <laughs> I don't believe a damn word the government says akin. That's what I am. This country was bought and paid for a long time ago, man. But The Rock? <laughs> I'll vote for The Rock anyway. Yeah, like I said, he looks like a guy who get things done. Guy's carved out of fucking granite. Ted Cruz left behind a pet dog at freezing Texas home during the... Oh my God, you stupid asshole. Things are getting worse for Mr. Ted Cruz. It's actually been found out he left behind his pet dog freezing at his Texas home during the Cancun trip. Now, this is this is political stuff, kind of. 
And uh, it's on the internet. Okay, kids. So take what I'm reading with a grain of two of salt. I'm going to read it verbatim. I'm not going to inject any any further opinions here so no one gets their panties in a wad. I'm just going to report it like it is. Senator Ted Cruz reportedly left behind his family pet poodle snowflake when he took off for Cancun on Wednesday evening, while tens of thousands of Texas residents were left without power or running water for a fourth day. <laughs> now, I'm not going to comment on this one way or the other because, uh, you know, He's a wealthy guy, right? The dog was probably the most comfortable dog in all of fucking Texas, for all we know. Or, you know, the dog could have been suffering. We don't know. <laughs> we just, we don't know. I'm just reading this how it is. But the fact of the matter is, things are really getting worse for uh, Mr. Surprisingly Looks Way Cooler with a Beard, Cruz. <laughs> uh, okay, I want to do one more. Uh, this is, this is one thing that's kind of been bugging me and I'm going to close out with this. Bam Margera has been in the news recently, a lot actually, but ever since, uh, he came out with this comment a couple of days ago saying he's too jackass for jackass following concerns of a men another, may I add, mental breakdown recently. Margera has, uh, branded cast and crew members, a bunch of effing a-holes who belong in hell. He also declared that he's too jackass for jackass following uh, allegations that he's had another complete mental fucking breakdown. Uh, the guys are uh, talking about Jackass 3, which it looks like it's definitely going to happen. Bam Margera, uh, how it looks thing, it looks like things were going okay there for a while. He was uh, actually slated to be in the uh, Jackass 3 thing, and he's been booted. Not a lot of people are pissed off. Not a lot of people know why. I'll tell you exactly what's going on. I want you to look at the report of when Bam Margera went out to that crash. I think it was the maybe I think it was the the next day that Ryan Dunn died. And the look on his face, the look in his eyes, the way he's trying to speak to the camera, I've seen that look before. My best friend died in 2005. It broke him. Ryan's Dun Ryan Dunn's death destroyed Bam Margera, and he hasn't recovered. No one's ever fucking said it. No one's ever put two and two together. No one's even tried to address it. Not even Dr. Phil fucking tried to do it. Me personally, I think the death of his best friend traumatized him. And it sucks seeing this happen to Bam. Man, all these guys in Jackass, they... Well, I mean, they're jackasses. <laughs> you know, they uh, these are not role models. And they'll be the first people to tell you that. They were entertaining. And they're very funny. And they're crazy. They're professional stuntmen. You know what I mean? That's what they do. And uh, it's really sad seeing uh, Bam Margera really fall apart these past few years. I, I I'm scared for the guy, man. I really am. Every time he gets into some kind of treatment thing or... Whenever somebody gives him some kind of intervention and forces him to go somewhere, he's out in a matter of hours. He just will not stay put and get some help, which sucks. And I know where it roots from, man. You could speculate and say shit all you want. Even Bam Margera himself could come out and say it wasn't the death of Ryan Dunn. I looked in his eyes when he was on the side of the road. I feel bad for you, Mr. Margera. And uh, my podcast is small. 
somehow, some way, if this ever gets to you, I know how you feel, buddy, and I know where it's coming from. I've been through the same shit, and I survived it. I really hope that Bam Margera can, too. It's uh, The death of a best friend is not something that ever goes away. It's not something that you ever forget. Ever. My best friend died back in 05. And talking to me, looking at the pictures of him I have around my house, you'd think he died yesterday. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm really concerned for Bam Margera. I really hope he gets his shit together, man. I just, I see it in my, I, I just, I have that fear. I see it in my head. Uh, I hope something, I hope nothing bad happens. I hope nothing bad happens to that dude. I really don't. You know, because we all love the jackass guys, right? <laughs> we do. We, we love those guys. But anyway, it uh, looks like I am out of time, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to go. That's it for this week, okay? And remember to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things me and no disclosure related. If you wish to support the show, smash that little support button or head to patreon.com slash asylum817 where you can get everything from outtakes, entire bonus episodes, and early access to shows before I unleash them on the world. Speaking of patron, Patreon, rather. <laughs> Shout out to my patrons, the Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Michelle, Donald, David, you guys keep this thing going. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. Outro music, yeah! Episode in the bag. Gonna go poop. Did you know it's the faces here? No disclosure, faces missed. Confiscated evidence, no smoking gun. Public has a right to know. 